I guess like not really a question, but the follow up to that was I'm behind on the podcast. Like, I don't even know if you guys still have the same cast at this point or if you even drink beer anymore. would like to uh, definitively say to DF that, yes, we do still drink beer. And we we have our regular rotating cast of uh, awful hosts and excellent guests. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Brews and Bruins podcast, episode one of season three. That's right. We started the new season finally after 84 long and horrible episodes. Several, several, several hard listens in there. Season two is over. Uh, no, I think season two was fun. I think we'll get we'll get to a little bit of our season two memories maybe in a couple minutes. But uh, I am Drew Johnson. Here with Chris Gear and Cam Hasbrook has been fired for season three, and he is replaced by Hasbrook Cam. <laughs> Hasbrook, how's it going? Uh, it's going, it's going pretty well. I uh, it's our second recording of the night, as you'll, I guess I was gonna say as you'll hear on on Friday, but now you heard it now. So, second recording of the night, we we recorded episode two before episode one for we'll call it respect purposes, and. Uh, I've been saving my my really good drink for for this one. I wanted to kick off season three with something good. So I, uh, Chris so, Gear is here. Yeah, I'm also here. I think it was extremely appropriate that we did 83 episodes for season two. I was I was super happy oh, with 84. doing. Oh shit! Damn it! So we were originally going to end at 82, and I thought that was a really nice, clean way to end season two. And then we just forgot to mention it on that episode, and so we kicked it back a week. And then I had a really fun like Brett Ritchie joke, but then I forgot we had two uh, two episodes between. Um, I was gonna do we weren't gonna go eighty and three or whatever. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. We'll just keep it in there and see if people notice. <laughs> ah! yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, this is the Bruce and Birds podcast. <laughs> the podcast network podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Presented by Bruins Diehards and sponsored by. Draft Kings, a drinkable podcast you can taste. Nine out of 17, uh, hard lesson, according to my dad. Uh, usually not that bad, according to Patrick Laverty, though. I guess uh, you'll, you'll find out about that. The, the man himself at some point. <laughs> is there um, a new catchphrase that debuts on Friday? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, are you guys drinking anything interesting for uh, season one that you're not going to drink next episode that we totally haven't recorded yet? Season yeah. one. Season um, we're going back to season one, baby. Let's go. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, so I I reviewed this on I think probably the last episode of the one before that. Uh Alesmith Oktoberfest. Don't really need to dive into it, but I'm drinking that. Fuck all y'all who think it's too early. All right. Yeah, no, I'm cool with that because I just drank an Oktoberfest <laughs> last next episode. So that's cool. Last next episode. Um, but it is October next episode. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, actually, you're right. Uh, all right, I went on a little field trip today up into, I want to say Turner, Maine. I want to make sure I get that right, and I'm going to not sure, make sure I get it right. But Ricker Hill Farms, little apple orchard up there. They got a bunch of stuff going. It's pretty cool. They got, like, pumpkins and apples and berries and grapes and, like, farm animals and stuff, too. But a uh, pretty big apple orchard, and they do a lot of cider and a lot of hard cider. So my girlfriend and I went up there and got uh, an eight-thing flight flight of eight different ciders that they had 
tried like eight of the 12 that they had on tap. And I've had the blueberry one before. And if you've listened to the pod before, you know, I'm a, I'm a big blueberry. <laughs> so uh, I have had plenty of those ones before. <laughs> yeah. I wanted something else. <laughs> the episode, we're just going to cruise over. <laughs> uh, and I feel like that's acceptable to call yourself one. You know what I mean? I don't think that I don't know how it's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it can't be taken really out of context. Um, but yeah, anyway, I got the uh, Ricker Hill Maniac Maple Cider. So that is an interesting one, obviously. I've had the blueberry one before. I've had a lot of weird variations on cider. Can't say I've had maple until today. Uh, so let's give it a go. I mean, it should be good. I actually have had it once before, which was earlier today. So I don't know why I'm saying it should be good. I know it's fucking delicious. Uh, giving it a pour here. Magically delicious. Let me give it a little, little spin. I don't think you can really hear that, but toss the little ice. <laughs> I in. certainly can. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Uh, it's gonna be magic. This is uh, outstanding. I, I, I was like, hey, we should try to guess which one's which because it's like they had labeled them by numbers and then you, you check them off on a little note card. So this was the first one I grabbed and I brought it off my nose. I was like, oh my god, that's the maple one. It's smack. Like when you open it up, it smells like a pure bottle or whatever of of maple syrup. Uh, and this is why I decided to bring this one home because it's got a really unique flavor. Uh, it, I mean, it, it in the weirdest good way, it tastes like somebody just straight up mixed maple syrup with apple cider, which I guess is what they did. But uh, really good. It definitely keeps like a true syrupy flavor um, without having like that weird like stickiness that you'd associate with syrup, I guess. Um, uh, definitely a sweet cider, but still a little bit of a dryness to it. Oh, just amazing flavor. I was, I felt like this is going to be a really big hit or miss one. And, uh, it was, it was definitely a hit. I mean, it, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's just absolutely loaded with maple and, uh, main maple too, which is a, a, a staple of the state. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would say drinkability is going to be pretty high. Uh, Ooh, 30, 37, honestly, you could hammer these things. You might get a little bit of a headache, but taste also, yeah, also a 37. I mean, I'm super impressed with how mapley that is. So a uh, perfect 37 score across the board on the Maniac Maple. I am having a Corona Extra. You can taste it. You can drink it. That's all I'll say on that. Um, <laughs> you got nothing else to say on that, so don't even go ask me. I got nothing else to say. Don't even ask me any questions. Actually, we do have some listener questions, but what do you, what do you guys want to start with? We got some season two memories. We got some preseason that started, and we also have some listener questions. So uh, this is a uh, democracy, um, I think. Yeah, usually it is. It's usually either all three of us agree or two of us lean in a certain direction and force the other one to do something that they don't want to do. That's democracy. So that's kind of how it works. Yeah. I wasn't listening. What was the question? Uh, what do we want? <laughs> what do we want to season, season two memories, listener questions, or preseason talk? Some season two memories? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many memories I have. I feel like you were blackout for all of them. <laughs> well, Kim didn't them. participate in season two. So. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, like, if, I feel like hopefully people have listened to some and and if not then feel free to check it out or, or certainly don't really cool either <laughs> way but i don't know i mean i don't have any like specific like it was we've had a lot of great people on over the last season and stuff and uh i don't even want to start naming names because i know i'm gonna just start leaving people out that i i really would like to highlight but i feel like i have more to say about what we want to do going forward which i'll i'll speak on when the appropriate time is but if anybody's got some some shining memories from season two please feel free to share 
That was a really interesting answer, Cam. I'm sure all the listeners love that. Uh, I'm going to call out some names. Uh, I just got real nervous about doing that because I also (laughs) don't want to forget anybody. Just imagine I named everybody. And now I'm going to call out just the recent episode we did with uh, Logan Mullen that I thought was absolutely hilarious. Uh, Got some real good feedback on that one. Um, And then one of my favorite memories of doing this podcast was the episode where we uh apologize for our mean tweets to nick richie that was an excellent one yeah (laughs) yeah that Uh, was uh i'm scrolling through all the episodes now but yeah as as always shout out to our bullpen like everyone in our bullpen knows who they are so that we don't need to like call them out but um the episode with matt porter was great um i mean like we did uh at least one episode with uh, Mallory Soliotis during uh, season two. Um, I think it was two episodes. Yeah. Both, I, I both without Cam. Yep. Shouts to that. We're going <laughs> yeah, to try like to make to that happen. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, just uh, always, always good stuff from, from our guests, uh, keeping our, our podcast afloat. Um, and shouts to Billy Jaffe, who had no reason to have to come on this podcast. And we just <laughs> bullied him into it. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Same with Pete, really, but we appreciate it. Uh, Pete, Pete I guess I he kind of did with it. Pete, Pete and I go way back. He he knows the... Yeah, the, Shane Knighty oh. and all that, yeah. yeah <laughs> we're, we're, we're cool. He knows that he, he always has a spot on this podcast whenever he wants to come on, which is definitely always. Yeah, totally. That's why you heard him all the time. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I guess there's at risk of like... Over or restating what Chris said, like, and also at risk of, of leaving people out. I don't want to even begin to jump into that, but everybody who has come on, like, huge thank you to you guys. It really is like, I, I talk about this a little bit in the next episode, so we'll get there. But we kind of set off on this this Bruce and Prunes journey uh, with the goal of of not really creating your your typical show that people like click on and listen to once a week and then disassociate with. This is is really been about just kind of building a community around. Bruins hockey, especially, and then, you know, beer, but not even always that. That's just kind of something that we kind of have driven into it. But um, it really has been awesome kind of watching that community grow. I mean, over the course of season one, I think we got our footing pretty well and stuff, and and we kind of had to jump into into the community in order to stay afloat during the the dark days of, of COVID and before the, the hockey bubble and stuff. Um, but especially, I think, in season two, we really kind of flew off with uh, with some of the people we've been able to meet and interact with and stuff. And uh, from stuff like Billy Jaffe, where we just bullied him into coming on, and people who are way too respectable, like Matt Porter, coming on to uh, last week when we tweeted out a random link and had some people jump on that we had just met through Twitter. So um, that's definitely been the the most rewarding part of all this, besides the huge paydays from DraftKings, baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's definitely something uh that i really want to just kind of keep building on in the next season so if you've been on so far shout out you guys if you are listening to this and think that for some reason it would be a good idea to come on shout out to you also and and we'll make sure to get you on here at some point yeah genuinely like everybody who's been on this podcast has been good we have not had a single bad guest yeah we really haven't even like uh when we tossed out the link the other day and got to uh Twitter gifted us two random people, uh, two random listeners. It wound up being sane people. We really thought maybe we were going to get some trolls. Um, but so I think, yeah, everybody on. But I, I was going to say, uh, Mallory Soliotis, uh, the first and I believe only professional hockey player we've actually had on the podcast, which speaks volumes about 
um, us and I guess Mallory's decision. And her courage, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, and, the uh, only professional hockey player to chug a beer on our podcast. So, yeah, From a championship trophy, which is pretty badass. But yeah, you know, well, um, and and also she, uh, I, I do want to draw a distinction between those two episodes that we did because the vibes were extremely different. Oh yeah, um, the first one was basically me and Drew interviewing her, which was like a fine episode of hockey and we like learned a lot about her and about hockey uh and then the second episode she came in hot with like a 32 ounce crowler and was just pounding that and we were just like yeah, you guys have no idea how mad i am that i missed that shit like twice the first time i was like this sucks but you know what? we'll get her back on and i'll live we with i told her we gotta have her back on because she's got to bring the uh the new championship ring on the podcast mm-hmm. Things are sweet, yeah, absolutely. Um, just some uh, some episodes that stick out to me as I scroll through them. Uh, player training operative, uh, <laughs> episode seven of season two, where we tried Ferns, to figure out what PTO part for. of. <laughs> um, let's see, cupcakes and comebacks. Um, oh, yeah, that was Kaylee, where we that had was some cupcakes. when uh, cat bullied us into doing a cupcake challenge oh, the Corey through, and through the sporty with Corey and Richie podcast yeah. um uh one and, and beer that's when she forgot my name yeah <laughs> yeah one beer anniversary was good uh yeah. fuck everything right now sucks which I wasn't even a part of but that was a great one yep uh big I mean, fudge in the fulcrum chilies yeah <laughs> uh hashtag Bruins Chuck Norris actually I wasn't on that one apparently well <laughs> uh, Chanel, oh, how are you? Well, so we just recorded with uh, Patrick, and we didn't even give him credit for the Chuck Norris stuff. Um, oh, you're right. Oh well. B and B when you listen to next Q&A. episode. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, I think it was it was an awesome season, and we honestly, until season two started, we had no clue we were doing seasons. All of a sudden, season one became its thing. <laughs> uh, we joined the. Uh, I think the biggest thing is we joined the network. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, we, did all, the we did a whole season of the podcast without being on a network. Well, um, I guess we were uh, aligned with the Bruins diehards, which uh, of course we still are, even if. Uh, none of us has written an article for that art for that website. Yeah, that's I why we're aligned on cam. since I, I wrote like... my uh, Space Jam article. Exactly, and I have about twenty thousand ideas, but Cam needs to write before I can even type up one of them. So... I actually was looking at some uh, some fancy stats earlier, and I was like getting the urge to. It's been a while since I've should just copy and paste them into a word. <laughs> yeah, just a screenshot like charting hockey shit. shit and throw it on. <laughs> yeah, bummer. Um. um what what's next? <laughs> I got like a non Bruins related thing that I would I, I think I had tweeted out kind of earlier, but um I guess it is timely with the preseason starting now. The Seattle Kraken have officially hit the ice for a, a preseason game, but uh, first of all, cool to see them get a win in their first preseason game. Uh, I think that was going on in Spokane, right? Um, it's pronounced Spokane, Cam. Is it? Yes. Well, I do my learning from reading, so you can tell I'm smart. Yep. <laughs> I just did the like. Urkel glasses push thing, but anyway, uh, just to emphasize the joke and realize that no one can see it. Cam isn't working. Exactly. This, this episode title is going to be S P O C A M E. Spokane. Spokane. Cam's, Cam's yeah. camera isn't working and he's a producer, so that's. Uh, hey, it's not my job to make cameras work. Um, but, I'd be making the cameras work if I was in front of them. 
All right. We'll be here a week. But anyway, no. Uh, Seattle Kraken uh, officially touching the ice as a team. Uh, I, I will say, like, it's it's pretty crazy. Like, they really just – we've mentioned this on the pod before, but they're doing everything right. Uh, and I, I, I feel like – I tweeted out a, a meme earlier about them just beating the hell out of every other team for, like – I've always been like, oh, you know, I really like the Avs as a second team, blah, blah, blah. I'm full in, like, at least until they do something fucked. Uh, as Seattle Kraken as my second team, just everything that they're doing uh, from – the team itself to the the arena and the they were tweeting about today how their jerseys are made like partially from recycled material and stuff. It's just everything that they seem to be doing to the people they're hiring, uh, including obviously our good friend Chanel. Um, just everything that they seem to be doing is is really positive for the game of hockey, and they're and they're making the kind of impact that I think we wish a lot of teams would. And it's really awesome to see that. Also, they have just an outrageously good branding. Uh, those jerseys are so sick. The logos are awesome. It's a really easy team, I think, to kind of get behind and, and root for this year. Uh, I think everybody was kind of cheering on Vegas when they first came in the league until we saw how good they were. I think it's pretty safe to say Seattle's and not going to be quite that good. Media is now. Uh, yeah, and that. Um, I, I, I think it's it, – we'll see. Maybe they'll surprise us, but I would be surprised to see uh, Seattle do that well just based on the different changes and stuff that have happened and teams learning from their, from their prior mistakes and stuff, but – um, I think it's going to be a little bit more time for the the hockey, uh, the on ice product necessarily to get to a really really competitive level. But I will say uh, they're an easy team to root for throughout all of that, and I don't think they're going to have much trouble, especially in a community like Seattle, which I mean I've never been to, but from everything that I've heard, uh, seems like the the type of city that would rally around a franchise like that. So I'm excited to see what they can do over the next year. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on them as a as a second team. Well, double shout out to Chanel who. Uh she herself selected Morgan geeky from the Carolina hurricanes and he scored two goals in that first preseason game. So uh good job, Chanel. Um, you triple go, Chanel? shout out, triple shout out to Chanel, uh, because the Seattle Kraken were smart in hiring her. Um, and not me, I didn't apply, but I thought about for a while, you know, when Seattle comes into the league, uh, you know, they did, they did, seek me out you know they really wanted me to start the kraken brews podcast but uh i I said i couldn't i said i have some obligations here at home no i'm glad the kraken are a team that's great their jerseys look cool i didn't glad they exist um yeah they i agree though uh, on a more serious note cam when you say you know they're kind of doing what we would like to see a lot if not all i think definitely all of the nhl teams uh do um so Good, good for them. Sucks to be anyone else. That's what I always say. <laughs> That's what he always says. All right, I'm gonna try to find this DraftKings ad. Drew, you want to pull up some listener questions? Oh shit, sure. Are you Nothing doing else. the ad first? Oh, dude, the site is so fucking good. Holy shit. Mm. All right. All right, now that you've calmed down a bit. The Bruins and Bruins podcast is sponsored by DraftKings. Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 or more on any football game. Listen up, because you do not want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 or more on any game this week to receive $150 in free bets instantly. Don't worry if Sportsbook is not available yet in your state. DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. 
with their first deposit. Anyway, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers, only minimum $5 deposit and $1 wage required. One per customer receives the price of DraftKings.com for details. Gambling problem, call Winner Hard Game or Indiana, one hundred nine with it. Woo! All right. Welcome back to the episode, everybody. Shouts to Cam swearing in the middle of an ad. Um, did I? Shit, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's exactly the word, too. Um, no, that's fine. You know, I do that all the time. It's draft games. You know, you got to be 21 or older to gamble, better. so. Yeah, you should probably be 21 or older to listen. It's the Prison Bruins podcast, you know? No, like, we're good for all ages. Anyway, listener questions. We got some questions. First one is from Catherine Silverman. Which Oop. season is superior, pumpkin spice or peppermint mocha? I'm going to have to go with pumpkin spice because mm, 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 do i love me some pumpkin spice um and the season that comes along with it um honestly i think it should be any time that you can have pumpkin spice but pumpkin ciders hello down east who makes a really nice hard uh, hard cider uh brewed out of massachusetts they make a really good pumpkin spice uh, cider, pumpkin cider. And uh, actually, I had it, me and Cam were hanging out last week. Uh, and I, I got it at that rooftop bar. So, uh, yeah, just pumpkin anything. Shout pumpkin, it, whether it's like with your latte or a coffee, some beers, not white pumpkin ale. Fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> pumpkin cider. Uh, I don't know. Pumpkin coffee, pumpkin... Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin patch spice. Uh, just, someone jump in, please. Uh, I'm going to go with season three because I got real high hopes for season three. That's the superior season. I'm guessing Chris is trying not to rustle feathers there or something. So <laughs> No, uh, my my real answer is uh, I think the the season of pumpkin spice season is the superior season, um, at least in like New England and the Pacific Northwest. Like mm-hmm. fall is is the better season but i think in terms of like the thing i enjoy more um just dropping like uh like a candy cane in my hot cocoa like that's that's awesome yeah i love that i'm with chris on that uh peppermint mocha well i i don't really i I don't really seek it out but that situation that chris just described of, of dropping a candy cane into a hot chocolate is like doesn't get much better than that um, I'm also just notoriously not huge on pumpkin stuff. Uh, it's fine. I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of fall, like Chris said. Probably the better season. Um, Buffalo Sabres fans still have hope, just like. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm more of a more of a peppermint mocha when it comes to the flavor itself. Probably not in a beer though. Probably in a beer, it would have to be the, the pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't imagine that would be a good beer. A peppermint uh, but beer. But someone try it. A peppermint head beer. Pumpkin head, no. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Clark Neal Lyons at CNL77. Um, good good friend of the pod. Former X Games champion. Or, I guess not former because you would just, you know. You yeah. just always have always X Games, games, X games Yeah. Um, really underrated. Just like we are. Neal is really underrated as a, <laughs> as a gold medalist. I feel yeah. like in terms of all the gold medalists, he's probably my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I give him that. Um, number one, how do you feel about Forbort, aka Forbot, 
aka, AKA Forrest Brand, Brand. <laughs> and Mac of the uh, Forbor and McAvoy pairing in camp. Um, I think we talked about this recently on the pod. I think it was it the Logan episode. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I I mean I didn't see them play or anything like that. So all I can say is well, yeah, Charlie McAvoy did of, not play for the the first opener. Or, or I haven't even seen footage of camp. I haven't even seen mm-hmm. photos of camp. I'm like, he doesn't want to be spoiled. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see any season three spoilers, man. That's not what I'm about. <laughs> He's been um, staying off Twitter, Reddit, but all that shit. It, it, it is kind of, you know, we talked about, it's kind of what we expected, I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think the main point I made last time we talked about this was Charlie McAvoy can carry anybody. So I think if it works, um, like obviously it takes a certain caliber of player to be carried well enough for that to work. So if it does work, um, then it makes your lineup deeper. So yeah, I think, uh, in, in the same way that putting Jeremy Lozon with Charlie McAvoy early in the season last year, um, was a smart move. I think it would be a smart move to try this first. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And then you figure the rest out, but yeah, I mean, uh, Grizzlick McAvoy was an awesome pairing, and I want Grizzlick to be as successful as possible. So, um, whether that's on the third pairing or on the first pairing, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I think what Chris mentioned about the early season stuff, I think that's, that's a fine move to start. Um, I would be surprised if it lasts all season. Um, maybe it'll come kind of in and out and stuff. We've seen that in the past. Uh, but I think there's definitely be some games where they're going to want to throw McAvoy up there, uh, rather Grizzly up there with McAvoy, try to spur a little more offense, that sort of thing. Um, but I think to start the season, get them comfortable there and stuff. Yeah, no, no problem with that. McAvoy is good enough to carry it. So I like it. Um, Next from Clark is 2A. So there's a A, B, and C to this question. Three-parter, how are you? With it looking like uh, Jake, Halla, and Felino combo at L3. That means third line. How do you see the fourth line shaping up? Two question marks. Um, I forget who's left. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, Noshik. Uh, then you've got... Freddy. Curtis Lazar. Yeah. And then Trent Frederick, I think, are probably the, the leaders in the clubhouse. And then, obviously, Wagner's probably that... Uh, first man out kind of 13 forward yeah yeah doing more hunting than playing hockey is he a hunter it was a kevin miller joke but i don't think (laughs) i don't know that there's any overlap there i'm not sure um yeah i think chris pretty much nailed the the nail nailed the nail on the head (laughs) I would prefer to see Wagner as the 13th forward coming into it. No offense to his, his beer, uh, but, or him as a person, uh, but yeah, I would love to have him on the pod. Come on. Yeah. Come no, on great. Yeah, if you're oh, listening to this said. wags, uh, ignore all the now he's not, things but, we've yeah. said about you. Oh, <laughs> Wagner, why, is, why don't they have him on the first line? You know, I've been saying it forever. Bruce what? Cassidy has got to get of... Wagner. On the a little line. bit British on the first line. <laughs> oh, pip, pip, cheerio. How about that Christopher Wagner fellow? He should be on the top line of the Boston Bruins hockey club. So... All right. It's great content. <laughs> Keep firing, um, Drew. What you got? 
Did we answer part A of his question at all? We was it just we threw out those names and that's it. I think that's good. Oh, we what do we think of it? Yeah, I mean it'll be it'll be fine. Energy line. Um, I think similar to stuff that we saw last last season. Um, especially if it's like a a Freddy Lazar get some speed, got some grit on there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I don't think it's gonna be a huge like goal scoring line by any means. You don't want that. Uh, well, I guess you wouldn't like that out of your th- fourth line, but it's not realistic to expect. Um, I think the job that the Bruins are asking them to do, it's fine. And and we've talked about four on this pod uh, at the end of season two, just plenty of plenty of depth in the uh, the bottom six that really wasn't there last season. So I don't think that's going to be an issue for the Bruins too much this year. They've got room to right. shake around. To more directly answer the question, uh, Eric Halla, I'm not sure, is going to be the answer at third line center. But uh, you signed him, might as well give it a shot. Um, and then... I think the idea is to kind of provide more of a jolt offensively for Jake DeBrusque on that third line. Like having uh, Charlie Coyle be the the center there isn't isn't ever going to make Jake DeBrusque an offensive threat. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess having Eric Holla there might help that, and then you have Nick Foligno there to stabilize it defensively. Um, in theory, that could work, and who knows? But. I don't know. I don't look at it and go, yeah, this is a great third line. Wait, wasn't it what's the question about the third line or the fourth line? Fourth line. Part A was about the third line. A oh, was I... with it looking like Jake Halla and Felino combo at left uh at line three. How do you feel the fourth line shaping up? How do you see the fourth line shaping up? Never mind, we answered that already. Um yeah. so, well, we also got a bonus content of what yeah. you think of the third line. So yeah. you're welcome. You're welcome, Clark. Um Take I don't that know what's with going on. Now. Other than that, we are at two B. <laughs> Barring injury, do you think there are any opening night roster surprises that could? He noted that could also include a deployment surprise, like someone playing in a spot you didn't expect. Um, I think David Krejci is going to come out of the crowd uh, with in full uniform, stick over his head like the uh, NHL NHL <laughs> celebration. Um, and the whole crowd's just gonna go, yes, 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 See, yes. Drew, I think you're uh, close. I think you're close, that's, but that's I think you're a little bit off. I think it's actually all of the the focus being on Krejci leaving and Rask leaving. It's not a coincidence. What they're gonna do is they're actually gonna they're actually gonna propel Tuka Rask from the ceiling, and he's going to be the answer for the second line uh, center spot that Krejci's leaving behind. Tuka is making the position change. Uh, he wants to prove that he can win the big games, not only in the crease, but in the opposing crease as well. Uh, or I guess poked right in front of it with some some nasty deflections and uh, putting home some rebounds. So Tuka Rask, second line center starting out the season. Talk about the depth the Bruins have then. Um, yeah, I think the only surprises might be something on the third pairing defensively, maybe. I, I think everything else like on the third and fourth line is within reason in terms of like expectations. I don't think anybody would be shocked to see somebody from the current idea of the fourth line up on the third line or vice versa. And then like, I guess a couple of players below like Stadnika doing something. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, uh, the Bruins still kind of have this cache of like quad a talent, on the blue line where it, it wouldn't shock me to see somebody take Connor Clifton's spot on that third pairing, but uh, there could be like a person who surprises you who that is like someone that you're just not used to seeing. 
Um, give you that. You know, two C is who's the next man up. Hmm. And that next man up is Rob Schlosser with the next question. Uh, <laughs> hey. hey, what do we think about Craig Smith's apparently fixed teeth? Unless I've been bamboozled by Picture Day, um, did he did he fix his teeth? Yeah, uh, get them new chompers. I feel like a lot of players who lose a tooth just have like fake ones. Yeah, kinda... just like a, an insert that like a retainer with a tooth mm-hmm. in it that they put in there. So like I don't know if he was just wearing it for a photo or or what. But I mean, I guess if he was like skating around with it during a game, like did, did, he didn't play in the preseason game, did he? No, not in the yeah. not so, as of recording. I would neither, I, of, I, neither of his two first names played. I don't think. <laughs> I would I would guess that he uh, still has no tooth. Most most hockey players don't fix their teeth until their careers are over. Yeah, save the dental costs that way. Uh, probably right. Ones that's anyway. why Pasternak still has like, I would say eighty percent of his front two teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Allegedly, um, yeah, uh, and also just not to. To totally skirt Clark's question, but whoever probably gets left out of the group that we mentioned before will be the first man up, is my guess. I don't, you know, what I mean, I don't think there's going to be any too big of surprises there. But I, I think, think the, uh, I think Stanika is the is the guy who's quickest to replace anybody on the like top six or I guess. Oh, is that nine. what he meant? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he meant like who is the first guy up out of Providence, something like that, or you know, the reserve squad, if you will. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. I think it's Stanika. And then uh, the next and final question uh, is from Rob as well. The Bruins have announced a team barbecue before the season starts. Oh, I've been thinking about this one, yeah. Who on the team slots into the role of de facto grill dad? I mean, my answer, at, at, he, he's not on the team anymore, but um, uh, Busick, that man grilled me a burger. <laughs> yeah, uh, so there chief. you go. So uh, Chief Beef. Burger. Chief <laughs> <laughs> Chief Beef is absolutely going to be the name of episode one. Oh my god, <laughs> Chief Beef! Wow. <laughs> um, but currently on the team, um, I feel like I see Pasternak there, just like making a mess of shit and like acting like the dad. But like the actual dad of the team would be Bergeron, um, and I think like they're the other Bruins players would be kind of like characters that are coming up and like annoying him in certain ways. <laughs> and it's like a television it. series. Yeah. My um, first and thoughts were like kind of sad. Cause it was like Char is still, but obviously that's not happening. Um, I like had a weird thought about like Tuga. I don't know if this is like a video I saw, but I feel like I've seen videos of Tuga grilling in like one of their commercials something like that. So that one also came to mind, although he's not officially rostered right now. I believe he grilled on an episode of, uh, charlie moore one time maybe that's what it was i feel like i've seen like a clip or something of him grilling um i've also been uh what was the uh thing they did where bergeron is has like the weed whacker or the and that's like oh yeah 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 it might have been that. marshawn's yeah, yeah. wearing are uh, reading the book and wait a little ad they did or whatever yeah no it was yeah. two the uh has the saxophone yeah you're right oh, yeah you're right that's a great you're right. clip 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like realistically, probably Bergeron's the one who's going to do it and get roped into it. I don't know if that. No offense to Bergeron, though, I don't think he makes the meanest burger. I think he's too polite. He's just going to like. Oh, he's he's always just been like, oh, whatever is fine on. with me. Put another burger oh, on. Put another burger on. <laughs> put another burger on. Chief um, Beef, put another burger Chief on. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, I got an image of Craig Smith grilling as well. I don't know. Those were just like weird. Maybe I've dreamed of this or something like that. But uh, those were the, the mental images that came in my head as I, as I was reading it. So I think... Um, uh, Trent Fredericks on salad. Yeah, so our, our big beefy boy Nick Ritchie would have won this for me uh, yeah. if he were still on the team. And so I think by proxy, it has to be Nick Felino, who is also the Nick and also the uh, big beefy boy on that third line now. Good answer. Sort of a dad presence there as well. So yeah, he's a little like older. Um, yeah, but uh, so also that wasn't our last question. Um, oh, really? Because uh, I got an answer to my quote tweet um, from DF Pendris. Uh, shouts to them doing the fighting the good fight with all the uh, PHF, the F, or the NWA, formerly the NWHL stuff with uh, like Digit Murphy getting into like an anti trans organization. And uh, yeah, just a lot of stuff going on there. And DF Pendris has been doing a lot of work with that. And Seems exhausting, um, but DF asks, uh, if Cam's there, why? Oh, God, that's a direct <laughs> shot. Um, I, I will be the first to answer. I really don't know. I haven't known the entire time why any of us are here. I think at this point, especially me now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I got nothing for you. That's that's don't don't let the cat out of the bag too much, though. It seems like it went roaring out a long time ago, but uh, we're just going to oh. keep. I would just keep showing up. I would just keep clicking on the links. Cam's here because he's a day one homie. He uh, pulls his weight even when he's not here. He makes up for for when he is here, either by having good ideas or being like, yo, I'm going to edit the next four episodes. And I'm like, thank you. That helps a lot. Um, My cry so answer. Cam, Cam still does, does, does his share of the work. So that's why. That's why I do. I will say uh, on my behalf, I I wish I didn't have to miss episodes because of work and other, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah, you know, uh, because we record on your one day off that Chris don't have off. (laughs) Well, to be fair, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to record brews and bruins at like eight in the morning or ten in the morning or something like that. Cam gives up his weekends to uh, to record with us, and we're we're forever thankful for that. And I guess like not really a question, but the follow up to that was I'm behind on the podcast. Like, I don't even know if you guys still have the same cast at this point or if you even drink beer anymore. Um, Would like to uh, definitively say to DF that, yes, we do still drink beer. And we have our insider and we have our regular rotating cast of uh, awful hosts and excellent guests. That'd be a good good twitter bio as well we gotta switch that thing up season three baby let's go yeah all right well this has been i think we're done with listener questions so this has been episode one of season three uh who's the guy no we need to know uh who's the guy whose number was retired three 
Number what? Three, Bruins, I mean, we could just go with Jeremy Swayman for number one. Yeah. No, 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 but this is no, no, no. This is season three. Jeremy Swayman did not season. exist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last time we had an episode one. <laughs> so, Lionel Hitchman. Lionel. Lionel, sorry. Lionel. Number three, retired for the Bruins. I don't fucking know any. That's if, like. I, if you had asked me if, if number three was retired, I would have just said, like, yeah, probably, because I no, don't remember uh, ever seeing anybody wear it. But yeah, yeah I never would have arrived at Lionel Hitchman. I know it's it's one through nine, except one or six. Well, it's got to be one at least, because Swayman. Well, yeah, no, no it's, yeah, yeah. And then and six then was six, Colin Miller. Six is yeah. like Colin Miller, Dennis Weidman. No, no one's ever having them. Is, is Mike is Mike Riley six now? I was to say, isn't isn't Mikey? Uh... Maybe he did that because he wants to be the first number six retired. Yeah, I think wow. they retire him just because of his name, but sorry. All right. Face. Well, thanks for listening. This is this is uh, the Bruins Bruins podcast, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins Die Hard, sponsored by DraftKings. Use promo code THPN. Uh, We will be back with you next time on Friday. I promise. Friday. We already recorded the episode, so. Yes, but it depends on when I edit it, which is before Friday. And if you're listening to this on the night that uh, we released, then I might be ripping clap bombs in my new men's league team, the Auger Bombs. So wish me luck out there, boys. Oh, and we should also mention everyone else. we're gonna do a crossover episode uh, with my other podcast. I know. We, oh, right! I gotta watch the movies. We touched on this in the last uh, the last episode, but I, I have an announcement to make. Uh, the uh, the movie Youngblood uh, with Rob Lowe and Patrick Swayze is unavailable to stream anywhere. So unless you oh, want to uh, have a DVD shipped to you, like on Amazon Prime or something, in the next couple of days, then can I we're just switching... talk about my experience watching it? <laughs> Did you watch Con- it? <laughs> Uh yeah, it was a while ago. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. I haven't seen it, but sure. <laughs> if, if it's unavailable to rewatch, then... save it for the save it for the pod. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're uh, we're gonna swap in Goon instead. Um, oh. so that's what oh, you don't want to watch Goon. Oh no, go ahead. I'll talk. I'll save it. I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Maybe I have once, so I'm down. Uh yeah, I, I would say it's a pretty solid hockey movie. Uh, I I was going for like bad hockey movie that I hadn't mm. seen before, but I've seen Goon before. I didn't I didn't. This was a I think more I've seen it once maybe a pick by my uh, other co-hosts who hadn't seen it. So, um, but the other movies are Ice Guardians as chosen by Drew, uh, Miracle as chosen by Cam, Ooh. um, Indian Horse as chosen by Zach. And then Nate chose Slapshot. Hell yeah. So if anybody wants to follow along with that, uh, we'll be recording that on Monday of next week, and it will be released on Tuesday. Woo. So yeah, go Check out and do, do your homework, watch some movies, and then listen to us talk about them. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, uh, goodbye. Do, 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 do. Do 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 do